0: Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat teaching by Rabbi Elliot Dorf. We're going to talk about something in the Siddur, but I want to indicate that there's a real connection between what's in today's Torah reading to what we're going to be studying. Um, in, uh, in what we just read, actually, in the uh, we where the Torah is talking about, you bring the first fruits to the co- to the temple, um, and you say Aramio Vedavie. Those lines that are the core of the Haggadah of Passover. So you've probably talked about them ad infinitum uh, around your Passover ta- uh, table. But it's, but it ends with what's not in the Haggadah. You should rejoice in what the Lord has given you, uh, you and your household and the Levi and the the stranger in your midst, because what is, what, what happens here is that not only do you give to the, to the temple, but you give to the poor and to the widow and to the orphan. Um, And interestingly, there is a comment, uh, probably you don't have the uh, chumash in front of you, gratitude and generosity do not seem to come naturally to most people. Most of us must be taught to remember to thank God for our good fortune and must learn through experience um, the satisfaction of sharing our bounty with others. Uh, What I want to talk about today is that, let's talk about gratitude. Um, I, I, w- I would say, you know, one, uh, remember, Abraham Joshua Heschel um, taught that awe and wonder are really at the center of Judaism. And I certainly think that awe and wonder have a lot of expression in uh, the Jewish tradition, including a lot of the psalms that we sing uh, in the morning and um, in a number of other places in our liturgy and our Jewish life. Um, but I would suggest that gratitude is actually more fundamental than awe and wonder. Um, And I'll explain why as we go on. First of all, because it gets a lot of play, along with awe and wonder, gratitude gets a lot of play in our tradition. So if you have your Siddur in front of you. So first, I'm going to talk about two different prayers here. The first one is the very first prayer that we say in the morning on page 99. The very first prayer that we're supposed to say when we get up Uh, The translation here is, I thank you, living and eternal sovereign, for your kindness and restoring my soul. How great is your faithfulness. Now, clearly, the tradition knew that you were alive during the time that you were sleeping. Um, So this is not really talking about um, it, it's not really talking about your life, but it's talking about your consciousness. In this case, that's, that's apparently what nishmati means here. Your, your consciousness and your ability to understand what's going on in the world and to think about it and to have gra- gratitude for it. Rabbi Ari Lucas, well, some of you may remember, taught us that uh, it could, the Hebrew could have been animodal afanecha, that would be perfectly good Hebrew. But the, but the tradition is, moda you, anilafanecha, you start with thanksgiving and then you talk about yourself, right? In other words, that. And, and why is that important? Um, I, I'd suggest to you that, that this entire emphasis on, on, on gratitude is important to because it gets us out of what philosophers call our egocentric predicament. Right? In other words, the fact that, that like it or not, we, we have to see the world through our own eyeglasses, through our own eyes, I'll say. Some of us don't have glasses. Um, the, um, the, we have to see the world through, through our own vantage point. That's just the way it is. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that as long as we also um, gain empathy, and sympathy, but especially empathy, right? Where we are able to try to get out of ourselves and look at the world through others' eyes and ultimately through God's eyes. That's what the point of all these rachot are in the tradition. God doesn't need our blessing. God presumably is beyond that. But we need to bless God. We need to get out of ourselves and to recognize that we are not the be-all and end-all of everything and that we we, um, are really dependent upon not only other people but upon the world itself. Ultimately, upon ultimate existence, we call God, right? It's a so that we we need to, to get out of ourselves and out of our our thinking that we are the. And, well, in Deuteronomy chapter eight, uh, the essence of idolatry is defined as such: Aniv otsam yadi asat I and the strength of my hand has done all this great stuff, right? That's the essence of idolatry. And ultimately, what you need to, to do is that you can be proud of what you've done, and you should be proud of what you've done. You should have a certain sense of self-worth. But at the same time, what you need to, to have is a sense of the fact that you're not the be-all and end-all of the world, that you owe a lot to other people and also to God. Now, at the, this that's expressed not only in the early morning service, but in the Amidah three times a day or four times a day on uh, Shabbat and festivals five times a day in Yom Kippur. If you will take a look for a moment at page 164, 164, um, which we just said as part of Shacharit. It's also in Ma'ariv um, last night. It's in Shacharit this morning. It's in Musaf, and it's in Mincha. Right, because these this is the third last of the blessings, and these um, and you may remember that the Amidah consists of three blessings at the end, three bless uh, three blessings at the beginning, three blessings at the end, and then a middle section. The middle section um, is one is thirteen blessings on the on weekdays, one blessing on Shabbat or festivals, Me'kadesh Shabbat or Me'kadesh Yisrael, V'hazmanim, right, um, and uh, and also on on, on Yom Kippur. And on Rosh Hashanah, except for Musaf. Right? So it's either 13 blessings or one blessing in the middle section. It's only in Rosh Hashanah Musaf when we have how many? Three. We have Malchiot, Zichronot, and Shofa wrote, right? So we have three blessings in the middle section of the Amidah um, on, on, on on Rosh Hashanah Musaf. Not on the other, um, the other prayers of, of Rosh Hashanah, but only in, in Musaf and Rosh Hashanah do you have that exception. You have three in the middle. So it's either 13 or 1. This is the third last of the blessings, and so it gets repeated every single time we do an Amidah. Three times a day, four or five, depending upon what the day is. And look what it says. Modima Nachnulach, we thank you, God. Shaatahua Nailina Vilaya Votenu. You are our 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 sovereign and the and the sovereign of our of our ancestors forever. Surichaenu, the rock of our lives, Mageni Shenu, the shield uh, that saves us. Atahu Tahula Dorvador, you are the one forever and ever. Dodelika, now watch what we're supposed to be thankful for. Dodelika unasaperti la we will thank you and pray and and speak your praise on our lives that are are handed over in your hands. In other words, that we do not... Well, the the Mishnah in Perkei Avod says, You are are born against your will, and you're going to die against your will. Right? In other words, that they're... so, So our lives are literally within your hands, and, and on our neshama, can be used in, in Hebrew in a whole variety of different ways. It can be your, our breath, nishom. More commonly, when you're talking about nishma, you're talking about our inner being, sometimes called our soul, but that's English, and at least all kinds of Christian connotations, which I don't want to get into now. But, um, but basically, our inner being, our thoughts, our emotions, our will, um, that's our nishmotenu, that are, are, are dependent upon you, imanu, and on your miracles that are with us each day. Now, this is clearly not the sense of miracle in the sense of a, uh, an interruption in the laws of nature. Um, there is that sense of miracle, right? Uh, but this is the exact opposite of that, because this is on, the on your miracles that are with us each day. So what do you think the liturgist has in mind? Yes, waking up, living our lives, our bodies functioning better or worse, but still functioning in ways that most of us who are not physicians don't really understand, right? Um, and our ability also, other other things that that they, you might imagine that our bodies function, that's one miracle that's with us each day, what's another? yes the 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 functioning of nature. That it 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 functions not only so not only regularly but so regularly that we can do science, right? That we can that we can study it and and predict it and even to some extent uh, control certain things. We can move indoors when it rains, Um, that kind of thing, right? Um, And um, and what else? What else do you think? Our ability to create new life. Our ability to create new life. We just had Misha Barak for a new dad. And in the other uh, in in the sanctuary, Uh, our ability to create new life and spell that a little bit more Our ability to create. What else? Yes. Create relationships, to create new ideas, to create new new. We're in we're in Los Angeles to create when when they're not on strike new movies. Right. New, you know, new, 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 new artistic creations of various sorts. Right, our ability to imagine what could be. Right, all of those things are nisakhash yom imanu. Right, and valniflo um, and on your wonders and your 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 goodness, your your acts of goodness, at, at every time, erev um, uh, evening, morning, and and uh, and afternoon. Um, now, take a look for a moment, if you. Unfortunately, this sidur doesn't uh, doesn't do it right away, but as part of this of this bracha, the, the bracha itself ends at the bottom of the page. your name is good, and it is fitting to give you thanks. Right now, as you can see here uh, on Hanukkah and uh, we add al So turn to page 430. In most sidurim, this is just on the spot here but in this Sidor they, they did it this way um, this is what we we include in this blessing on Hanukkah on Purim and on Yom Ha'atzma'ut uh, but let's just take the Hanukkah take a look for a moment and read through it on page 430 and this is the liturgy for Hanukkah what's missing by the way in this the miracle of the oil yes the miracle of the oil Right? oil that had, They had only oil for one day, and it lasted day. That's what you usually think about as the miracles of Hanukkah, right? But it's completely absent in the liturgy. So what what are the Nisim do you think they're talking about here, the liturgist is talking about? What are the miracles that, that, that the liturgist is talking about? The of the yes, the survival of the Jewish people, right? Um, against all odds. And it's, I mean, that's to a certain extent... You know, the way that people, I think, uh, that's the reason why you have it also, uh, you have an al Nisim for Purim. And in uh, in our liturgy, you also have one for Yom Ha'atzma'ut, right, for Israel's Day of Independence, where, which were in each case is not, not um, completely against the laws of nature, but unexpected, right? Unexpected because the odds against us were so great. So the nace here, the nisim here, is not the oil that lasted, that lasted for eight days, even though it was, there was only enough for one. The, the, the nase here is the unexpected, uh, and the unexpected good things. There are also, of course, unexpected bad things. Right. But the but the nace here is still within the laws of nature, but uh, something unexpected. And once you once you have you recognize this and have gratitude for it, then back to our Torah reading today, one is supposed to express that gratitude not only in words, but in deeds by helping those who don't have. And that's really what's in the very beginning of our Torah reading today and hopefully in our lives all always.